When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. The only thing better than a big truck is saving big on a big truck. A truck that'll get you anywhere you want to go and help you get stuff done. Well, guess what? At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Ram truck during the Ram Power Days. Going on now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Guadalupe Squares. Ringtones and videos of Creepy E getting the knocked out of him. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Festley's in the chair. Big Dick Toledo producing his ass off somewhere. Uh, This is the morning sickness. Ready to go for what may be the last normal day of 2020. You heard me. Hmm. It might get weirder. If anything says anything about this year, tomorrow, it might just show us a whole new Angle of strange, but uh, it is uh, the day before Election Day, so here we go. And I already know that 2020 can get worse, because when I walked up the stairs into the office this morning, Brady had laid out two (laughs) eggs from the late 90s and decided to eat them, because it smells so bad in here, I can still smell it with my giant nose. First time I tried guinea hen hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) That's why, Why? Why do you make fun of the Italians? I don't understand. I'm sorry to all listening. Brett, you should go over there and smack them around. They're delicious. Was it a real non-human egg or whatever? I don't know what you're eating. Are they chicken eggs? Are they? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if you could smell it, Brett, when I walked in. No, I missed it. I immediately started farting to freshen up the room. (laughs) Thank God I have allergies. I'm all plugged up, so I don't have to smell it. Brutal. I hit the top of the stairs. I'm like, what's I'll try to polish them off before I come in next yeah, time. Yeah, do it outside to, to you know, and it's still going to make Video West mad and the LGE people upset because it's going to waft what around outside on? for a few hours. Every, there's going to be SRP trucks and stuff driving around thinking there's a gas leak in this building all day long. <laughs> that is the worst smelling egg I've ever. It's you're banned from eating eggs in the building. Awful. Uh, anyway, so uh, besides that, it, it put me in quite quite a state of mind to go well. I guess things can get worse. I thought we had a pretty Sulfur. Decent, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. I still smell it. I went down the hall, took a leak, came back, and as I'm walking, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to eat a little peanut protein thing, just smelling that, like smelling salts. Election day or Brady's ass. Who oh. knows what's going to be worse tomorrow? I'm, I'm thinking maybe I need an Almond Joy rather than ever smell what oh, he just had. I know. Man. Some lady offered me an Almond Joy yesterday at the Whining Pig. You want Almond Joy? Like, if if someone – I just got immediately went into it. Just, if someone – lady, if someone told me that eating an Almond Joy would eradicate cancer from the planet, I'd say no thank you. <laughs> Unloading I'm not unwanted candy. Yes, that's what they were doing. They yeah. had it all over the thing. I'm like, no, no Almond Joys. Kids hate Almond Joys. 
had a basket of almond joys for Halloween uh, with the Kit Kats and the Reese's that mixed one yeah. at the end of the night. Nothing but almond joys. Nobody wants Picked that. Clean. Nobody wants an almond. No kid ever goes. Yes, almond joy. But that's so, a good thing. You won't. You won't uh, put on the, the uh, Halloween weight or anything. <laughs> yeah, you're not no, going to be touching. Those I'm not campers. touching those. That is a fact. So uh, for Halloween, uh, I decided that Megan said she wanted to watch some scary movies. Get like, you- all right, well, not even get you in the mood. Just knock out a couple she'd never seen because she's not a horror movie person. So she hasn't ever seen. Uh, she knows about them, but had never really seen Freddy Krueger. Had never seen like the Halloween oh. movies, and I'm like, Meh. you know what? You're better than the most of us because we've all kind of run to those stupid movies and walked out. When that was dumb, but Halloween's really good. The first one, uh, the first Freddy Krueger is an underrated horror movie. That's a really cool concept. Yeah. Wes Craven's idea. I had to uh, leave the theater My, for Freddy. Uh, the, I took a date there, and she, it freaked her out too much. Well, she was six. You shouldn't have done that. Well, I know, but it was. <laughs> How old were you? You had to be high eight, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that one was good. That one had its, uh, but then it got real campy and silly later. Uh, so we did that, and uh, so Candyman was first on the docket, right? And I haven't seen Candyman in years. It's terrible. I forgot how bad Candyman. Yeah, that one doesn't hold it's, up. It doesn't. It, I don't think it ever did. <laughs> I don't think it was good then, but it's it's laughably funny now. Um, so we're watching that, and then at the end of it, we're joking about something, and I stood in the mirror and I did the Candyman thing. <laughs> but ten minutes later. Some little girl, no kidding, standing in our uh, little uh, doorway in the house in a princess outfit, just staring at me. And, Freaky. And I'm like, uh, you can't just come in. And she's just staring. And I'm like, no, 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 you've got you've to knock or ring the bell. You can't just come in the house. And she's just staring at me. And I'm like, all right, that's it. Get out, little Candyman princess. You're going to haunt me forever. I think she lives in my attic now. It was Annabelle. She started flinging girl. almond joys yeah. at her. Little, yeah, she just rubbed her. I hope you're allergic to peanuts and coconut. I, uh, yeah, so she just walked in. So kids didn't really get the concept. Not as shocking as our first trick-or-treaters. Oh, 10 a.m. What? What? Two boys come up, knock on the door. What is it? <laughs> Trick-or-treat. No. Turn it around, kids. Not till dusk. And I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at them, and they hold out a Ziploc bag, like sandwich size. And I'm, I'm like, they they told their parents, hey, we're going to go outside and play. Took a Ziploc. We'll do some early houses. Nah, that's on you. You need to tell them no. Did you hook them up? You yeah, did. I gave you gave them. <laughs> it's not crafty. No, that's going to encourage more of that. Yeah, you'll get kicked off my porch with force. Anytime before, I think, yeah, uh, I about think 6 It's too PM. early. Not, yeah. not yet. Way too early. Turn it around and get out of here, you little... Were they in costumes? No. Yeah. Ish. Barely. Yeah. One was a baseball player. The other was a... Coming back from Little League. Probably. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, Halloween was kind of a, a quick hit. We might have gotten eight to ten people total, and those kids made out like bandits. I'm like... Megan just kept going. Just load them up. Handfuls, handfuls. We got about ten. Yeah, it's I total. Mean, if, Maybe. if if that. Yeah, we I, were loaded. Did were you, you really hit hard? We were no kidding. Wow. Yeah, we didn't have. We got that. hit pretty hard too. No I mean, kidding. harder than I thought. But <laughs> got nothing. Not as was uh, the block much. party a success? Out of hand. Did it yeah. get out of control? Did yeah. Kirby's feet at least cause some sort of barrier so cars couldn't she, drive down I the road? I used her to kick people out. That's right. She's booting <laughs> them. Kicking field goals with those things. You got to go, you old pirate. It's 7.30. It's almost daddy's bedtime. Uh, yeah, so then, uh, so Halloween, you get Candyman. The little girl comes in the house, which was weird. And then I had Meg, I told her, I said, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I happen to know that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's director uh, was Tobe Hooper, but I don't know if he's Toby or Tobe. But he was the guy. He went around in that time period 
and promoted that movie as a true story, like based yeah. on true events. And even in the beginning, they're like, this actually had John Larroquette's voiceover won awards. And and uh, so he he did the, the voiceover in the beginning. And I told Megan, I'm like, now this next one, it's real. Like, this happened. <laughs> and she goes, well, how do they know? I'm like, well, because the survivor told the story. When did it happen? Like, I don't know, 1971. When did they make the movie? 74. So that person survived something horrible and cashed in in three years? I'm like, look, she told the story. Yeah, it's kind of how it was. I'm like, you know how it is. That's terrible. About halfway through this thing, she's like, this all happened? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it happened. How do they know? Uh, they just, she told the story. You know, there's some embellishing going on, but that's it. By the end of it, you know, Leatherface is just chasing every grandpa's hitting her with that hammer and she's like this is terrifying why in three years time would she ever do interviews <laughs> three visits? i know can you believe this bitch those those lunatics should have killed her first I that's the power believe. of money yeah and at the end of the thing she looked at me and i'm like that's a pretty crazy one that's just horrible how come we don't hear more about that i'm like oh it's one of the most famous serial killer stories ever really like no it didn't really happen and I'm like, you bought it, but it made the movie so much better. Yeah. For me, too. Because it was like getting to her, which is great. You forget how good Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually is as a horror movie. It's pretty good. It gets weird at the end. It gets too screamy. Did the first nightmare uh, with Freddy, did the uh, tongue come through the phone on that one? Uh, I don't remember if that was the first phone. one. I don't think that. I think I that's think when it got silly. Yeah. Because in the first one, yeah. he's just kind of a mysterious. The, and then the scampering on the ceiling. Yeah, he showed up in certain spots, and then she went back in to go get him. It was, it was pretty good, though. Uh, but, yeah, so Halloween, not a whole lot of people. Not a lot going on there. But it was fun, nonetheless, because Candyman's awful. Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually hurt. It holds up. It's a good screamer. But, uh, yeah, tell the person that's with you that that's a true story. Convince them of it beforehand, and it makes their experience so much better. Because all Megan, Megan hates the woods. She thinks that human beings just lurk and wait in the woods. We looked at cabins years ago up in Payson. And uh, there's this one just in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, this is it. And I'm peeking in windows. There's going to be someone in there just waiting. And I'm like, what kind of murderer sits way out here? Like he's dying to kill people. Yeah, you go to cities to murder. That's where the people, if he's a people killer... He's not just Boy, sitting out there going, going. man, business is terrible right now. I can't get a person to come five miles into these woods to save my ass. Matt, be- even if you're in, a, you know, in the woods, the other thing is, is if you're in a lake or water skiing, every time you get up and you're looking on the surface, yeah. you're thinking a dorsal fin's going to come out from the distance. <laughs> right, like yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the first one that Freddie was on the phone. There <laughs> Such yeah, a quick on. scene. It, it was. was the, I'd, the special effect is terrible. I'd be more scared of the tweaker zombies in Pace and Pacing than some too. axe murderer yeah. in that's, the That's in what the I cabin. kept saying. I'm like, you need to be more afraid of crowds <laughs> than this. I mean, we have a fighting chance out here. It's one dude who's crazy. It's the middle of the day. I don't like it. I'm like, why? He's in there waiting. Boy, I hope today's the day that two folks just stumble onto my crazy scheme. Oh, here oh, comes a car. Oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> They're here. Thank you, Lord Satan. And we're just wandering. Maybe oh, my I'll peek di- in the windows and I'll wait a little while longer. You're going to get killed. Get back here. Oh, my diligence is paid off. Her fear isn't that I get killed. 
her her fear is that after I get killed, she's alone. It has nothing right. to do with me right. being killed. That's, <laughs> right. Like that's right. not the concern. But she should know. In those movies, the the girl always survives. Yeah, that's why. It's, it well, they get beat up and then they have a lot a of PTSD, pain. and then they go yeah. and uh, make money on it. Therapy. Right? Yeah, three years later, you write a write a novel. It was pretty great though. But yeah, Halloween uh, came and went without a. It's kind of a peep. Not I had a whole a, lot going on out there. I had a first for a mama. Oh yeah, on the bike yesterday. Oh. Blatant <laughs> mom on the back of the bike. I've never seen this before, uh, but her upper chest fluttered. Oh, no, not the boobs, <laughs> like a rooster in between the well, neck and the, yes. the cleavage. When you yeah. say it, just rolled yeah. with the wind. She had a waddle. <laughs> when you say mama, we realize upper chest has nothing to do with the breasts because they're not up there. Right, that's lower <laughs> hip. That's mid body. So let the me guess. Top was Spag- holding them in. Spaghetti top. So skin. Kind of like yeah, when just uh, this area was fluttering. Like when air. fat people lose a ton of weight and they've got all that extra. She had that in her chest. <laughs> yeah, on her oh. breastbone. Yeah, but being older, you know, it's that. Uh, like you said, the pot sticker skin. That's yeah, a new level. That, yeah. yeah, they got that skin that's just as thin as a pot sticker. Oh, and you. I'm like, you've tried did to you hit see it, right? that? Yeah. And what did the old man look like? The guy in the front of the bike. It was he, Brett Vesley. He wasn't. wasn't no, it attention. definitely was not. <laughs> he wasn't paying he turned attention. Turned Medea into her. It's happened. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He's just trying not to get hit by any of the flapping dermis that's coming off of that thing. Yuck. So then on Saturday afternoon, Halloween afternoon, uh, I go to this place in the Biltmore. It's called uh, Pro Recovery. Uh, what is it? Pro Recovery Zone. And they've got cryo and all sorts of stuff that I'm doing. I like it a lot. It's got red light therapy and all these things. So we've been going there a little bit. Pomo is a restaurant right next to it. So uh, what is it? It's the cryo place or Pomo? Oh, Pomo. Pomo. It's homo. I, it's I, homo, Brad. It's I, yeah. It's- I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's well, like, all right. it is the Biltmore. Like you guys went for lunch <laughs> with your neighbors, okay. It is interesting. That's two doors down. Do you guys want to go to Homo for lunch? <laughs> Do I? What do they got? Sausages and, no, Pomo is an Italian place. All right. Full out Italian place. So they got the social distancing, the outdoor seating and all that stuff. Plop down in the corner. Well, I was meeting Megan, so she's there already. And I walk up, and there's some kid sitting within like three feet of her. At they have this little like a fire pit thing, and he's just kind of by himself, uh, young, t- like ten, eleven years old. And I'm like, great, kid's <laughs> sitting at the table with us. So I pop around the corner. We're talking, and he and he leans over to me and he says, uh, <clears throat> "You know, if you eat the food here quite a while, quite a lot, you're going to get tired of it." And I start laughing. I'm like, thanks. And he goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a lot. I eat it a lot. Like, okay. So we start chatting. And I'm like, you're going out for Halloween? He goes, yes, I am. I'm like, man, this kid's smarter than me. I can tell already. And I said, uh, what are you going as? And he goes, well, the costume I'm currently wearing right now and just the pants is Napoleon. I'm going out as Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. You're Napoleon Bonaparte. Impressive. His dad comes over. Turns out he owns the place. Comes over, and the kid goes, and I'm like, he's speaking Italian? He speaks English and Italian? And he goes, I also speak Spanish. And dad's like, 
I'm like, what is going on? So Napoleon and I have a long conversation because he's, he's got it together. He's all together. He goes, they're going to make me a Mexican meal here, and I can't eat it out here with you because if other people see it, they're going to be like, what are they serving Mexican food? And then they'll start asking. So I got to go in the What back. do you got? You got Special? That. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I'm tired of the food here. I'm like, all right. Goes, That's all I got is pomo food. A doochie doochie. So he, his name's Lorenzo. Coolest kid I've ever met. Made me think maybe I'd adopt an 11-year-old. So one that speaks three languages is going to get me. You know, oh, yeah. He leaves. I'm sitting there. Megan goes to the bathroom. She comes back. But while Megan was gone, this kid's talking to me at the table. And he leans and he looks around. There's, there's some pomos around. <laughs> the tables have a couple of uh, same-sex couple enjoying wine in the afternoon. And the kid comes over to me and he does the full look around, the full Italian. I'm going to kill somebody. I got to tell you about it. Kind of, hey, doochie doochie. He turns to me and he goes, uh, I, I got a thing. I want. And he goes, oh, hold on. You a Trump guy? And I said, uh, I can be either one. What do you need me to be? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a weirdo. And he goes, all right, I'll be right back. Megan sits down and I'm like, what I think's about to happen, Megan, is maybe the greatest thing in the world. So keep your eyes on that bathroom because she goes, why? What's happening? Just wait. Lorenzo Aducci-Ducci is about to come out. And I don't know what he's going to do, but he's got, a, he's got a surprise for us. Kid comes out dressed as Donald Trump, big wig, puts a podium next to the table and starts going, China is to blame. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! <laughs> Meanwhile, all the gays at the thing are like, what is happening <laughs> to my favorite Jack. restaurant? Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my God. And he's looking around. He's got the wig going. He's got to get the wig right. And I'm like, you know what you need to do? So the next thing you know, Megan's filming me and this kid. As coaching going, him? Yeah, coaching him how to do Trump better because he wants to go around. Yeah. Now people are walking by the restaurant. He's like, you look very good today. All right. Wow, that butt should be illegal because there's a lifetime fitness and all these women are going by. And I'm like, how old are you? And he goes, 11. I'm like, okay, this is unreal. You're the smartest 11-year-old ever. His dad comes over. Do you do you do you do They start speaking Italian again. He goes, I got to go. I'm like, you, <laughs> I got to go. You were my favorite kid of all time. So I was going to get the video. Uh, I saw yeah, it. It was it. on her story. Yeah, I, I saw it too. It's not, Kids it's, unreal. It's not available anymore. Oh, it's not. Yeah, oh, I'll see if Megan will send it. Yeah, it is. It was hilarious because he he didn't know me from a hill of beans. He didn't care. And I said I can help you with that Trump thing if you want. Because you got that. You know, you get a get it in there. Get a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit of confusion. And he goes. And then he did. He literally said, "Holy sh." Hold on a second. And he leaves and he goes, gets his dad. He goes, you got to hear this. <laughs> and he's like, a doochie doochie. And he starts saying a doochie doochie and his dad listens. He's scaring the customers. And his dad goes, that's great. I love it. Teacher the boy. And so I started to say that kind of stuff. I'm like, what you really need to do is get super racist and homophobic. <laughs> That'll win him over. <laughs> that's going to be the best you can be, kid. And then I realized why I can't have... A child in my life because it would have been too much fun for me to go all right well the big problem we have here at pomo rhymes with pomo <laughs> and i'm looking at you cabernet sauvignon <laughs> you and your boyfriend you're making me sick today a doochie it was great i've never seen anything like it I can imagine we that we didn't have one trump or biden we, we didn't either dress up. No. imagine that though 11 years old you speak three goddamn languages Sweet. think of that I can't do this one very good. I was just going to say, us four in this, in this room oh, couldn't, well, combined, combined yeah. couldn't do that. All the words you know in Italian, right? Yeah. You, you have Italian words in your, you just write the food down. Oh, absolutely. 
That's all I know. I know the curse words. That's about it. He means the important ones. I know the stuff that Tony Soprano used to say, and most of them are racial slurs. (laughs) One of them sounds like monsoon. I think I'm getting it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I got all of that, but that's it. This kid's speaking fluent, and I turn, I'm like, you speak Italian? He goes, I also speak Spanish. You're 11. Stop it. Napoleon Bonaparte as it, and Trump. Crazy. And then it made me just sick for every other 11-year-old that rolled up to my door on Saturday night. These idiots with sheets on their heads. Trick them streets. Oh, you're the future. You're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> I met Lorenzo. Lorenzo was, the, Lorenzo was the real deal. And then I had him fire the waitress because he's the owner's daughter. Her son. And I said, uh, hey, we'll be fun here. They know you're the son, right? He goes, oh, yeah. And like, a waitress comes back. Why don't you get rid of her? Just, let's unload her. And he's like, really? He goes, why? I'm like, let's say hygiene. Let's say that. He goes, what's hygiene? And I'm like, really? Three languages? And he said, uh, yeah. I said, it's, you know, she doesn't bathe. And he goes, well, maybe she took a bath last night. I'm like, we're not really saying she doesn't bathe. And he goes, all right. Next thing you know, he's on his hand brain on the phone. Best ways to fire an employee. And he looks at her and he goes, hey. We need to talk. I've got some uh, bad news for you. And she's sitting there, and she goes, what? He goes, today's your last day with us. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> he has this big smile on his face. We're going to let you go. That's, uh, you've been great, but thank you. We're going to let you go after today. And she goes, shut up. <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> I'm like, i got to tell her that's no way to talk to the manager's son. <laughs> Lorenzo was great. And then I realized what I need is uh, like what Richard Pryor I, – I'm. Uh, the toy. I need to be around oh. some really smart, rich kid where I can be his. I was basically Richard Pryor for Master Bates uh, at Pomo for a little while because he used me for voice work, and then we played games together, and I loved him, <laughs> and it was great. Uh, his dad wasn't Jackie Gleason, but I'm sure he has good traits too. That was awesome. So to Lorenzo out there, uh, you, know, you made my day on Saturday. It was pretty great, and you also made me feel like a complete loser. We had the same birthday, me and Lorenzo, July 26th. That blew his mind because I'm doing Trump and he likes being – No, uh He said, I said, when's your birthday? He goes, July 26th. I'm like, you'll be 12 in July? Yeah, Ju-. I'm like, July 26th, my birthday. And he goes, get up. Show me your identification if you don't mind. <laughs> get out. I'm like, I will. I'll show you the ID. There you go, Lorenzo. Aducci, aducci. He's at the same birthday. <laughs> it was great. That and the food's really good. Brett, you'd like Pomo. I'm going to try it. Good Italian food. You Lorenzo's see, actually selling me yeah, on you this see more a kid than the food. there by himself, get a table by him because the conversation <laughs> is electric in three languages. Ask him for the Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. I saw you eating I want the, the Lorenzo special. I want the Lorenzo tostadas, please. Ah, <laughs> oh, ducci, ducci, ducci. We knew this would have happened. It was great. But yeah, we'll get that. If you can get the video, uh, we'll, we'll pop it up there because he was. And the, the costume's not great. But it's just funny enough that this kid had the guts to do it. But it kind of said something to me because even he, as an 11-year-old, a more aware than most 11-year-old, leaned in and he goes, are you a Trump guy? Like he set the table before he showed me his costume just in case I'm one of the lunatics that's going to lose his mind over a political – like a kid doing this. And I think had he been sitting two tables over, there could have been trouble because those guys guys did not look too thrilled – (laughs) <laughs> that there was a miniature Trump running around the Pomo. You know, we come here for Saturdays to avoid this kind of garbage. And now you've got a little one running around. And all he kept saying was, China, the, we're going to stop Kung Flu. 
I'm like, this kid is awesome. China vacation. And it told me everything I needed to know about his dad, too. That his dad is also awesome. I voted Friday. And you know what? No problem. Oh, I'll tell you, Brady, the news media is right. You know how long I waited in line how to long? get it? One minute. What? I timed oh, it. Oh, One I'm not. minute. And I had to fill out uh, the, the whole questionnaire thing to get my... That took another minute. And uh, before it was all done, I went into the polling place, Brady, at about 6.03. I was done at 6.08. The news is right. It is nearly impossible to... And plus, now that you can vote anywhere they have it, I don't know how we're going to get through this election. It was so difficult. It was so... I mean, they're right. The lines, the inconvenience. I mean, if you've got kids... You have to stand in line seven hours each, mother and father. Who's going to watch the Bambino? Nobody. These seven-hour lines that I keep hearing, one minute. And it was full. Zooming through this thing. Nice. One goddamn minute. Easy peasy. I'm all for extending two or three days' worth of voting. I'm fine with, like, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday up to Election Day. This whole mail-in thing is a joke. Now they're saying the post office isn't reliable all of a sudden. I heard that story yesterday. Got to get a, a real lockdown on the post office because we, we all have known for years the post office is a worthless. I'm like, wait a minute. A month ago, I'm getting called old man for not diving into the technology of the USPS. Have you seen your postman lately, by the way? Yeah. They yeah. quit trying a while ago. Mine, uh, I, mine switches up every two or three days. I don't know if it's turnover or whatever. We had one loading up our, our mailbox on a Sunday. Oh, they not show this, up on Sunday. Oh, yeah, but, Sunday. But a yeah. week ago. I was like, on a Sunday? And you know what? I think they do now at the post office. I think everybody goes in for like the morning meeting. All right, postal workers, uh, it's time to go and deliver those letters. And you all know what to do first. Untuck your shirts and roll around in the dirt. And then we'll go out there and we'll deliver letters. I'm like, they're all disturbingly dirty. They look like they quit on life. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be a postman now. These are not the guys I want the, that are, have the future in our hands. But they, it's like, all right, everyone, wallow, our, uh, wallow in the mud and the dirt, and then let's go out and deliver those letters. And by t- uh, God damn it, Davis, untuck your shirt. What are you doing? What do you think? It's the 50s? Untuck your shirt. At least half of it. They aren't they um, terrible. real happy if they have to get out of the car. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Okay, don't <laughs> sit in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, i got to step around the, the Jeep. All right, Davis, we had reports that you had your shirt tucked in and you were relatively clean. We're going to let you go. Ours has been pretty good, you? pretty consistent. Same uh, one. We, there used we, to be a rotation. We had a girl for a while. Then, yeah, we, we she was a good too. A female man, I called her, and she was good. And then she disappeared, and another guy showed up. And I'm like, he, he looks like he's rolling the dirt a little bit. But it was summertime. I always give him a break because my neighborhood's walking. They don't get the truck. They have to walk. So they're walking because it's all up at your front door. And so there's no like weird box or something at the end of the street. You have to do it right. It's right at your door. Everyone's mailbox. So they, they're, they're hoofing it pretty good. And uh, so summertime, I'll give you that you got to untuck and you you know you wear the wet bandana. I'm fine with it. But now it's like beautiful weather. They should be they should a little be more dressed formal, a little uniform, well. I don't know if it's tighter formality or clean. I'm trusting you with a lot. And I wonder if there's like <laughs> here is your allotment for the week, yeah. which is why they you know end up doing Sundays and just get it done, and they can get a jump know. on it. And- You're getting Sundays in because they're so far behind all the time. Because they're so busy rolling around in the dirt, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Mailmen, I, I know your job is not fun, but tuck it in just a little bit. I know you're not going golfing or anything. That roll around in the dirt thing started about seven years ago, and now everybody's in on it. I haven't seen a clean mailman in a long time. 
I feel bad for him. And, and, and I think it sparks from the fact that that time I saw the mailman and the twink in August in the wash at Sodomy Gulch. I was riding my bike where we ride. Yeah. A mailman came crawling out of this hole in full mailman regalia. Got my route done early. And a twink and a tank top and Terry Cloth shorts came out of the other side. And I'm like, he just, one of those two just, what the? And he wore, he didn't even go home and change his post office outfit. And I bet you he wore that same outfit the next day. He probably just finished delivering, delivering the package. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm early. I'm going to call my friend Terry and take him into the dirt and roll around in it for a little while. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're all just doing twinks and the sodomy gulch and rolling around in the dirt in their outfits but yeah so ever since then i've kind of had my eye on mailman outfits none of you are clean anymore you look at old movies even the Chappelle joke when he was delivering mail to the n-words oh that's right <laughs> was he a milkman or a mailman either way he looked really clean the milkman yeah yeah the people who used to come to your house and like ding dong they were they were presentable john don't forget seinfeld Jerry got fired for being a mailman because he was too productive. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. Well, we've always known. Newman was a great right. thing, but Newman took pride in his outfit. Cliff Clavin, the joke on mailmen were that they took their jobs too seriously yep. at one point. The and sparkless Cl- guys in uh Are they uni? clean? Yeah. They look good? Well, because they're selling a product. U.S. Yeah. Post Office is not, and we're trusting them with the ballots. Maybe that was one of the things they'd, you know, they do the shirts only. The post and, if, office? and you have to go deeper. It's on. It's out of your check. Well, evidently, where they used to provide the uniforms, they shop at Dirt R Us because I haven't seen a clean one in a while, and they're doing it right now. All right, six fifteen, everybody. Let's go wallow around in our pens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, when do they get so filthy? But the post office is now. They were the shining beacon of delivery that'll make this election tick. And yesterday, the news is like, well, yeah, I don't know if we can trust them. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> It's the same news people. I don't know if we can trust them, but can we trust them? We got to get like lockdowns and, and eyeball this post office because you know they're unreliable, dirty people. When did that happen? Two weeks ago, they were like they were the future, and this was going to make the we're election. We're missing tick. six trucks. Yeah, who knows? I don't know what's going on, but I got mine in. And that one minute wait, you guys were right. They have completely made it hard to vote. And if you live in a bad neighborhood and stuff, go to the Biltmore. You can do it anywhere. It's one minute of your life. I couldn't. I've got. I saw some lady scream. I got two kids. She was a white lady too. Two children. My husband and I cannot wait in line seven hours each. And I'm like, who told you it was seven hours? You're not even at a polling place. So we had to do it this way. Mail in and all this stuff. I'm like, you're fooling yourself. There's no seven hour lines at like ninety percent of the places. The weather. The weather could play a factor. It's eighty nine degrees outside. There's not a cloud in the sky. Thank you, Channel Three. For making this nightmare occur. Biltmore, one minute. Just And then you can go over and have some Pomo with Lorenzo. Learn Italian. What I'm starting to see is that uh, big business is trying to get on the election day thing. Oh, boy. Hey, we're open during election day. Got oh, so really? is every other business yeah. out yeah, there. That's, that's exactly what people. I thought. Get a big email and a sale from Best Buy. We're open on election day. So if you vote, Black Tuesday. Come, come spend some money on a TV yeah. with us. Damn. Get it before it gets uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. gets thieved. <laughs> also, the looting. Why not just drop your vote off at Best Buy and trust yeah. one of those guys to take it wherever it needs if to go? If you're going there yeah. anyway. At least they're clean. <laughs> I don't see the Best Buy employees. All right, guys. We've got a big day today. And everybody wallow in the mud and let's go out there and sell some phones. Well, he's wearing a blue shirt. Close <laughs> yeah. enough. Close enough. Here. Here's my ballot, and I also would like a Samsung 70-incher. <laughs> Mailman here, John. Yeah, what's Between the on? mail, parcels, and equipment, we get dirty, okay? <laughs> I know, and you show it. 
Tuck your shirt in. <laughs> Tuck you your get comfortable. In. Yeah, we, we roll around in the dirt, goddammit. How come the mailmen who delivered packages back in the day didn't? Why is it all of a sudden okay to be that filthy? And I know, mailman, you got a gig. It's tough. It's Smitty no fun. Smitty was tight growing up. I, I, my mailman in our place in Tempe, the dude was meticulous. Oh, not a hair out of place. Well, no, and they just were perfect. Yeah. Afternoon. Yes. Yep. You had the socks. Perfect yeah. socks up to yeah. the calf. Yeah. yeah. It was like Pleasantville back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but th- we're talking about the like the early 2000s. <laughs> I know, I know. Back in the old days. Yeah, back in the olden <laughs> days, right after 9-11. I don't know what happened, but. Enjoy your Charles Chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charles right. Chips. Yeah. I have a nice cold orange soda. Sure, mailman. <laughs> I love a soda in the middle of my route. Is your mama home? She is. She like to see my root. I don't know what that means, but sure. No, my mailmen up until the last probably ten years have not been. The dude I had over there in Arcadia, socks up to his calves, issue shorts. It would greet me. Pinstripe down the center of the pants. <laughs> yeah, that weird, that velvet looking. Almost. Prison like? Are you kidding me? In Arcadia, they're not going to let in just any mailman they did d- deliver after, mail. Towards the end, there it was like just a big slovenly guy in a Zeppelin T-shirt. <laughs> Where's your mailbox? I'm like, it's the thing at the end of the driveway. Oh, all right. So that's what I Neanderthal mean, does when uh, he gets yeah, off the that's air. Exactly what it looks like. Every mailman looks like Neanderthal now. <laughs> Only a little bit dirtier. Not a ton, but a little bit. That box at the end of your driveway is a mailbox? What the? I've been peeing in that. I thought that was a brake station. I've seen dogs pissing on it. Oh, my God. Maybe it is dirty to throw the scent off for the local hounds because you don't hear about dogs biting mailmen anymore. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song. On the last possible normal day of 2020, and I know it's been irregular, but we're kind of used to it at this point. But uh, tomorrow might get weird. Uh, give us a good one. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98KUPD. The only thing better than a big truck is saving big. On a big truck. A truck that'll get you anywhere you want to go and help you get stuff done. Well, guess what? At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Ram truck during the Ram Power Days. Going on now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.